What does transition mean to you? You're giving to life what you wanted life to give to you. So if you want to be successful, that means you start trying really hard. This is Josh. And this is Nicole. And you're listening to the Oregon Transition Podcast. Brought to you by the TTAN, the Transition Technical Assistance Network and professionals across the state. We've got you covered from Portland to Ontario, from Hood River to Klamath Falls, from Seaside to Burns, and everywhere in between. In this episode, we're going to talk about what transition means. The Transition Technical Assistance Network interviewed people across the state and asked them the question, what is transition? We interviewed teachers, students, parents, voc rehab counselors. Really, whoever would talk to us. (laughs) Whoever would talk to us. We asked them the question, what is transition? And the answers we got were really unique. I'm shy. I'm 18. Yeah. Transition means that you're like getting over your fear and transitioning into a different lifestyle. So what does transition mean to me? Hmm. I think it means any time in your life where you're changing from one thing to another. Like it could be when you're going from high school to college or college to a job or job to job or from single to getting married. Transition happens our whole life and um, it won't stop until we're in the grave. My name is Boone, I'm 20 years old and I'm from Brownsville, Oregon, and to me, transition means um, an opportunity to start, start anew. Transition is a root of our work in regards to transitioning students from the school environment into the work environment. I'm Noah and I'm 19. Um, I think transition means to me is you're becoming you know like a new person you know um so instead of the old you you're a a new new a new you (laughs) transition means um moving into something new and into um maybe something uncertain but taking risks and finding opportunities My name is Ashley and I'm 17 and what transitioning means to me is getting ready for the future. So Nicole, it sounds like transition can mean a lot of different things. Let me ask you, what does transition mean to you? Josh, it really is a hard question to answer. The meaning of transition can vary depending on what region you're in, it can vary depending on what age you are, what profession you're in. Um, Transition for me is is really supporting a student or an individual from getting from one step to another. Why don't we talk to some transition state leaders about what their perspectives on transition are. I'm the Employment First Coordinator with the State of Oregon, which was a position that was created by the Executive Order, Executive Order 1304 in 2013. So that is Acacia McGuire Anderson with the Office of Developmental Disability Services, who Josh had the pleasure of interviewing. Yeah, so I asked Acacia, what is transition? It means that people are going to have an opportunity to really go to work like anybody else. And those families who, and individuals who have fought years and years to get integrated classrooms and years and years to get this opportunity can actually um, see it happen. And so I'm excited for the future that it'll just be the expectation. From five forward, people will be talking about what they want to do when they grow up and when they graduate. There really will be an opportunity to go to work. So. I guess transition is really 
a cool thing because it's super hopeful. And I don't want to lose sight of that. Acacia reflected, I think, a lot of what you'll be hearing when we hear professionals talk about what transition means to them. And it's really at the heart of what they do. It's at the heart of their work. It's about making sure that these students all have the opportunity to work and about how Oregon as a state is moving forward in that quest. My name's Heather Lindsay. I'm with Oregon Department of Education. Hi, my name is Keith Ozels. I'm the Workforce and Youth Manager for Vocational Rehabilitation. We were able to catch up with Keith and Heather at a conference last fall and talk to them about transition. What transition means to me is successfully bridging from school to employment and dependent living and becoming your own self-advocate, sharing what works, what doesn't work, very person-centered and being able to be successful in community collaboration and also employment, specifically post-secondary education as well. And Keith, what does transition mean to you? Transition to me is uh, is change, and, and change can be a scary thing, it can be an exciting thing, it can be both of those things at once. And so, to me, transition is something that our team, our schools, our, our programs like VR, we are all there to help people through that change, to make it less scary, to make it more successful. And to me, I, I love to see the, the, the successful transition when people can go through that point of, of change and, and, and growth, but then they get to a place where, uh, where they've reached a, a new destination, either employment or post-secondary education, they're going to school, where they're doing something that is uh, exciting for them and they've made that process of change happen. And, uh, and I just think that it's, it's wonderful to be part of this process. And this is Sally Simich with the Department of Education. So transition is um, not a subject. I think we all think of it as the subject area like history, English, math. It isn't. It actually is, how do I move through life? How do I go through the changes that I'm going to encounter? How do I um, know how to get the answers to a question that I may have? How do I um, talk to a stranger? How do I explain what I need to be able to do something? And how do I actually um, understand uh, the things I'm learning in school are going to lead to employment? How do how do I get to those places? And so transition is embedded in everything we do all day long at school. We just call out certain sections on an IEP that say, "Tell us about this transition plan." But truly, um, if we were to um, include everything that we do in transition on a daily basis at a high school, middle school, and elementary school, it would be a book because there, there is, you know, there's, it's an endless possibility of how you're going to design a transition plan for a student. So you truly want to be looking at that student wants, to, what does that student want to do? Where are they going to go and what kind of instruction are they going to need to get there? So we just heard from all of these people, mm-hmm. and they're from VR, they're from ODE, and they're from ODDS. I think we should, we should All say, the acronyms. Yeah, all the acronyms. <laughs> all right, uh, what do the acronyms stand for, Josh? VR is Vocational Re- Rehabilitation. ODDS is Office of Developmental Disability Services, and ODE is Oregon Department of Education. So and we talked to all of them, though. We talked to all of them, and it's paramount that 
agencies are communication, communicating with each other, and agencies don't work in silos. We need to communicate with each other to make transition happen. And it's we a are. Team. We are. We are. And that's what the TTAN's about, and that's what this podcast is about. It's about taking from all of these different departments about what they're doing with transition and making sure that we're spreading the word across Oregon. Right. And each agency is going to have their own unique perspective on what transition is. Mm -hmm. And if we work together, it's going to make transition easier, more effective for all students. Great. Well, I can't wait to go down that journey and that path with you. Let's (laughs) get it done. Let's get it done. Woo! But before we go down that path, we need to have a commercial break. Yay, commercials. This week's sponsor is the 2018-2019 Oregon Transition Resource Handbook. Wait, wait, wait. What's the Oregon Transition Resource Handbook? It sounds amazing. It is amazing. It is a handbook that goes through the transition page of the IEP. goes from IEP requirements to assessment all the way through the rest of the transition page. Really helpful for teachers, administrators, YKP specialists, anyone that works with transition age students. So Josh, if I'm a teacher or a YTP specialist or one of those people that could benefit from having this amazing resource, how do I get one? You can ask your transition network facilitator. They have boxes of these. And so contact your transition network facilitator and request as many copies as you want. How much do they cost, Josh? It's free. It's free? I'm going to go get a whole box full. Are they online too? They are online. You can find them at triwou.org. And I bet if you check the Transition Podcast Facebook page that they're on there too, right? At Oregon Transition Podcast at Facebook.com? Absolutely. Nicole, you and I can't get all over the state. No, we definitely can't. So we rely on our colleagues and friends of the pod. <laughs> friends of the pod, like like pod people. Pod people? It's not a horror movie. No, no, no. Okay, so you just mean people that contribute and that like what we're doing. Yes. Friends so of the pod. Got it. Tony Appeal interviewed Michael Salvatore from Malala River School District. And Malala River School District is about 45 minutes away from Portland in Clackamas County. So our friend of the pod, Tony DePield, who is also the Prietz coordinator for the Portland metro area and surrounding, is going to talk to Michael about what transition is. Hi, can you tell me your name? Hi, Tony. Michael Salator. I'm the uh, director of uh, special education in the Malala River School District. Can you just tell me what you think transition is? What transition means to me is really the cornerstone of any special education program. Um, I believe that outcomes and results are what drive our work and what we should be held accountable to. And I would say um, the Lane v. Brown suit really changed the climate in the state of Oregon um, to to, uh, better position districts to have clear outcomes as our focus. And I believe that transition um, I, I, I believe that it should be the cornerstone of developing a robust uh, continuum of services uh, from the time children uh, enter school uh, with, with the idea that we have to prepare them and we have an obligation to prepare them for life after school. And, and isn't that the point? We talk to state leaders. We talk to administrators. 
Now let's talk to individuals that provide direct service to students. Sania Robinson and I am the Youth Transition Specialist at Crater High School. I've been in this position for almost one year. Oh, Yesenia, what does transition mean to you? Transition means uh, moving from one stage to another successfully. I'm Desiree Berry and I'm a YTP Specialist at Ben Senior High School. And uh, what does transition mean to you? Transition to me uh, is whatever the next step is for these students. So transitioning from from high school to the next part of their life. That could be college, that could be work, that could be exploring what they want to do. Sometimes they don't know. Um, so just transitioning from high school to the next part of their life. My name is Chris Perry. I am an employment specialist and I work at Dirks Counseling and Consulting. What does transition mean to you? Well, there's the obvious definition of changing from one state to another. But I think as far as the Seamless Transition Program, what transition means to me is being able to shift from childhood to adulthood. There's a lot of students who, when they're aging out of the program, are 21, which means they're already adults. But because they live at home, because they have all of the love and support from their families, many of them still consider themselves children. And this is one of the biggest steps to move into adulthood. It's great to be able to hear directly from people who work with, with students across the state about what transition means and, and how we all kind of are on that same wavelength. Josh, you were a transition teacher for a long time. What does transition mean to you? Transition to me is working with the student and helping the student identify his or her strengths, interests, preferences, or needs, and helping the student identify goals. Uh, and deciding steps to reach those goals and when when we're working with students and their goals it is also identifying the proper or the appropriate agency support involving the parents and making a plan speaking of families and parents we actually spoke with roberta dunn the executive director of fact oregon roberta is also a parent who has first-hand knowledge with how transition services worked for her son and she was kind enough to share her story I know that I'm still uh, in the throes of, of transition, so to speak, because my son's 25, and so while we finish school, uh, it's still a process. It's it's a it's it's a it's moving parts and pieces. Um, I would say that transition in the in the sense of that 17, 18 year old time, you are as a parent preparing for the idea that the child you've been pouring into is now becoming an adult, and you, you know hopefully um, moms and dads are at the same time thinking about how to support their son or daughter in being an individual, uh, someone that is independently making their choices the best that they can with the support that you might need to offer, uh, but really appreciating their self-determination. That's all swirling around in your head philosophically. I mean, that's all swirling around in there, but at the same time, you're having to activate and, and uh, instigate a lot of different processes. That is probably the most overwhelming part of transition. Mm -hmm.
Not only did Roberta talk to us about transition, she also spoke to us about her 25-year-old son, Todd, who has been successfully employed for the last three years. For Todd, when we first were asking Todd what he wanted to do when he grew up, you know, what he wanted to do post-school, he always said he wanted to be a chef. And I wasn't quite sure whatever that was going to look like because I still didn't trust him with a knife. <laughs> but he maintained he wanted to be a chef. So we supported him in exploring what it looked like to work in the food industry. And uh, we, so when Todd started to do vocational exploration, when he started to, to do some work experiences through his transition programming, all of that we tried to really make sure he was getting the most exposure possible in food preparation and, and, and restaurants sort of stuff. And now, that flash forward, Todd is on his third year working at Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, he works in the kitchen, uh, and he also he does some general um, cleaning. They call them the high touch points. So he's responsible for making sure the high touch points are wiped down. And then he also does um, prep for those little veggie boats that you get when you order your wings. And so, um, and he's gotten a lot of compliments from his general manager on how efficient and effective he is on making the veggie boats. And so, um, Todd's in a kitchen, and I guess the reason I I spend any time on that uh, is just the idea that it started with Todd expressing to us what he thought he would be good at and what he was interested in. After hearing about Todd, we knew we had to ask him to be a part of this episode. Nicole had the opportunity to meet up with Todd during his lunch break and was joined by his twin brother, Jay. Alright, uh, so my name is Todd and we are at uh, Jay Dunn, and I'm Todd's brother. And what do you do here at Buffalo Wild Wings? Um, I green, and I do some veggies. What is your favorite part about working here? Uh, my, um, my favorite part, um, I'm not that picky about it, but... You're not that picky about it? Nope. Kind of like all the stuff? Yeah. Okay. Um, how do you get along with the other employees here? Uh, really good. Really good. What do you think about your brother working? What do you think about that? I think it's awesome. Uh, but we, uh, when he was down in Eugene, he, we sat down and his goal was to work in a restaurant. And in Eugene, it just wasn't happening to the point where we sat him down and we were like, what about a grocery store? What about, you can still work with food, this or that. And he was adamant, restaurant or bust. So he's working in a restaurant. And what do you like about your job? I just I just like it. I have friends here. I also have friends here have you who eat here. You have friends that work here and friends who eat here? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And why is working important to you? Uh because I need money and I need some hours. So okay, so you like to have the money. Is there anything fun that you do with your money? Like, what do you do? Why, well, sometimes I do eat out, or do do trips, or do do concerts. Okay. It's great to hear Todd's story, and it's great to hear that he continues to work at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, it sounds like it's something that he really loves. And isn't that the goal of transition, to get students into jobs that they love and that they want to do. Absolutely. It's all about matching their preferences, interests, strengths, and needs to that job. 
says the teacher again and again. (laughs) (laughs) I think our next, uh, we're still talking with Roberta, but now she's going to talk a little bit more about um, when to start transition and and how to go about things, right? Yeah, Todd's 25 now. He's been working at Buffalo Wild Wings for a couple years. And we asked her, when did she start this process? I was very fortunate in that when my son was little, I met other parents that had children that experienced disability in a similar way as my son did. I watched them dream big dreams for their sons and daughters, and then I watched what they did to do it. So I honestly started to think about what adult life would look like for my son when he was little. And I'd encourage parents to do the same. It's never too early to start dreaming a bigger dream for what your adult life is going to look like for your son or daughter. The first thing I'd recommend to a parent is that they um, explore and get a better understanding for what vocational rehabilitation can do and what that role might be. And if their son or daughter is someone eligible for developmental disability services, I'd encourage them to have a conversation with their services coordinator now on what adult services might look like to support employment uh, and uh, independence to the greatest extent because uh, I think sometimes we mistakenly think that it's all about getting a job but a job is one piece of a whole life and so a parent has to start thinking back when they're a junior or a senior on what that whole life might look like and what supports and what partners they might need to have in order to make that happen. I really love that Roberta was talking about how it's never too early to start talking about transition. She started thinking about these things when Todd was really young. And I know that that's not always the case for every parent. Right. Talking about transition when they're young and in elementary school, I think is really important because it plants the seed that work is possible. Work is out there and anyone can work. But if you don't have those conversations early, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't. Families are not alone. There are provider agencies to support families through the transition process. Thanks for joining us, and thanks for being one of our pod people. (laughs) One of our amazing pod people. Make sure to subscribe for episodes um, wherever you found this one, and we look forward to talking to you in the future. The Oregon Transition Podcast is brought to you by KETAN, the Transition Technical Assistance Network, including partners with Oregon Department of Education and Vocational Rehabilitation. All views and opinions expressed on this podcast belong to the individuals and do not necessarily reflect our sponsoring agencies. The Oregon Transition Podcast was produced by Nicole Perdue, Josh Barber, Nicole Garcia, Peter Fitzgerald, and the podfather, Lon Thornburg. With additional interviews provided by the T-TAN Network. This week's music provided by Boone Richter, transition student out of Brownsville, Oregon. For questions and comments, or just to connect with us, email OregonTransitionPodcast at gmail.com. And for latest OTP updates, like us on Facebook at Oregon Transition Podcast. Please contact us for transition questions, episodes, ideas, and music submissions. So this is kind of a tough question, but what does transition mean to you? Uh, like... Um, I am. I, I, I mean, I am. I am. I am the boss of me. You're the boss of you. That yeah. is. Can I just give you a high five for that one? That's a fantastic answer. I love yeah. that answer so much. <laughs>